Good morning. I'm so honored to be here with all of you today and to introduce our coming-of-age class who have done an amazing job planning and leading this worship service today. But before I do that, I have another group of young people that I want to acknowledge. It just so happens that this is the same weekend that our 7th and 8th grade OWL class, our Our Whole Lives Sexuality Education class, is also culminating their year-long program. And so before we um, have the lovely opportunity to hear from the ninth grade coming-of-age class, I would like to ask um, the members of our OWL class to please come stand up front on the, on the steps. Gavin Rutherford, Owen Edwards, Jake Kraus, Nate Vandenberg, Kieran and Dean Hall, and Manny Sang. And I think Manny just flew in from Hong Kong last night and might be a little jet-lagged, so didn't make it this morning. It's the first time in 13 years that I've done this that we've had an all-male 7th and 8th grade OWL class, but I understand it turned out to be an amazing, meaningful, and rewarding experience for all involved. And I also just would like to have the facilitators stand uh, where they're sitting, Don Miller, Joy Gardner, Beth Bulmer, and Mark Gernsbach. This is a very intensive program. It involves much commitment by the families, the facilitators. I just want to honor and acknowledge these youth and their accomplishments. We're having a, a cookie and punch reception after church to honor both this group of youth as well as the coming-of-age youth. So um, you guys are welcome to return to your seats. We just wanted to say great job. This is the first year that we have done our coming-of-age program with ninth-grade youth. In the past, we've done it with seventh and eighth grade, and I feel like this was an enormous success that we plan to continue. Um, developmentally, it's the perfect age for these youth to be really contemplating the deeper questions in life and thinking through what are their deepest held values and beliefs are. The teenage years are a time of tremendous growth and change. And throughout history, many cultures have marked this passage, this right of, right of, right of, it's a rite of passage for coming of age youth in different ways. Um, in many churches today, this is the time of confirmation or a bar mitzvah or a bat mitzvah. Um, for, as Unitarian Universalists, we mark this rite of passage with our, with this coming of age program. Since September, these youth have gone on two weekends retreats, spent three hours alone in the woods last weekend when it was a bit nippy out, <laughs> planned a social justice project, faced a council of elders, thought seriously about life's deepest and most religious questions. Each youth has had been paired with an adult member of this congregation to help them on this journey. And each youth has written a statement of their beliefs, a snapshot in this state of time, in this, at this moment in time that you will hear today. I ask as the youth are sharing that you please hold your applause until the very end when I get back up so that we're not um, interrupting in between them. So we're going to start with um, Dharma Fry. And the first three youth will come up and sit down. Okay, before I start, I would like to thank everyone that helped me get through this whole process and through my faith statement. 
Um, a while back in third grade, I was once told that I should say that I love God and I believe in him. Yeah. We had gotten on this topic because my friends would talk about church, and I wasn't completely sure what it was. They thought I was a horrible person because I had never really experienced church and never really been there. I don't think they remember it very much, but I still do because it was a very big impact on my life. That's when I started thinking about what I believe in. This year was a year that I really focused on my faith. I'm glad I did, too. I'm glad I was offered this opportunity, and I'm glad I took it and held on tight. The, the dictionary definition of faith is a strong belief in a higher power based on spiritual apprehension rather than proof. I believe that you don't have to have a faith necessarily to live your life. My faith is that you should have your own faith and you should live to the fullest and what and to what is best. Although if you follow all the rules you won't have any fun. <laughs> I know there are many people out there that think this is wrong and that I should believe in a higher power and that I should worship them and follow in their footsteps. That that the higher power wants me to do. But I don't think that is right. And just because I don't think that's right doesn't make me a different person. I'm still me. I still love everyone, and I still try to be the best person I can be. So if you're one of those people that I think that think I'm a horrible person because I believe in science rather than a god of some sort, then you have fun with that because I am not going to let you get me down. I will live my life the way I feel right, not the way that you think is right, and I will definitely not let you push me around. I wrote this poem earlier this year that is something I would like to express with you. This poem is called Life, and I, would be, and I believe that this is the way that I should and am going to live my life. Life. It goes on and on. It eventually ends. Sometimes though you want it, sometimes not. Live the way you want, not the way of others. You only live once. Always live to the fullest. Have any adventures you can. Take risks. Live, the, live like you never will again for as long as you can. Fall in love. Have kids, make a family, spoil your grandchildren, and don't die with a perfect-looking body. Slide in sideways with chocolate in hands. Can you woohoo? What a ride! My name is Nicholas Petzthorn, and this is my face statement. I wouldn't say that I'm split down the middle, but rather that I'm split into several small pieces, like a pizza or a pie. I am making myself hungry now. But back to my face statement. I often feel like I'm falling into several small pieces. More than several, in fact. Enough, I suppose, that if I were to try and pick all these pieces up, I would have no luck. But the more I think about it, the more I realize that I am several small pieces. I'm never going to find my whole, my big all-put-together self, because this, these several small pieces, is my whole. These little things, tidbits here and there of every single ideology that I believe in, believe in and agree with, are my whole. They're my faith, and ultimately, they're what I must fall back on. Let's look at an example. Have you read Divergent by Veronica Roth? If you have, great. If not, as I assume is the case with most of you, let me explain. In the world of Divergent, a post-apocalyptic Chicago is divided into five factions. Amity, the peaceful. Abnegation, the selfless. Candor, the honest. Dauntless, the brave. And erudite, the learned. Within this screwed-up version of Chicago, created to make a, very, a peaceful end to the various world, ways that the world is messed up, there are two other groups. 
the divergent, who fit into more than one category, and the factionless, who fit into no category due to the fact that they failed initiation. Some of these factionless exist because they defected, not agreeing with their faction values or any faction's values for that matter. Some are factionless after acts of violence. One boy in dauntless initiation was stabbed in the eye with a butter knife. Well, let's look at the divergent. The defining category of these divergent is the belief that the source of evil is the lack of more than one, not just one, of these all-important values of selflessness, peacefulness, learnedness, honesty, and bravery. I feel divergent. I don't fit neatly into one big category. I never really have. I fit into many. Buddhism speaks to me as to the values of forgiveness and compassion that Jesus taught. And yet, God doesn't speak to me, certainly not literally. This, I think, is a good thing. I suppose that what I mean to say is this. I am a person divided. I am neither man nor woman, left nor right, up nor down. I see the value in all of these. I have to see this value, because it's just how I exist. And so, my actual faith thesis. There is no one truth. There is light and dark and good and evil and every shade in between. There is no lack of abundance of these little truths that everyone can find. And each of those is equally as amazing and important as the other. I have a thousand little truths knocking at the back of my mind. They're each a little bit. Together they make up my faith, and ultimately, me. I'm Stephanie Henneka, and this is my faith statement. I am just beginning the lifelong journey of understanding my faith. This year is the first time I've really looked at life and sought answers to the questions I'd previously pushed aside. One of the big questions was, what do I have faith in? After reflecting on this question, I realized that I have faith in love, the power of honesty, and that there is inherent good in everyone. We may never be fully satisfied with the conclusions we draw about life, but we will always have love to guide us on our journey. Another thing I believe in is heaven, a special sort of world full of peace and beauty. I'm not sure what it looks like, but I know that there is room there for everyone. Another question that I asked myself was how can I live a good life? I believe that in order to live a full life, I must help others but still take time to help myself. I should take time to make sure I'm strong, both physically and emotionally, and respect myself as well as others. Truth and honesty are also key to living a good life. As I go through life, it is important for me to be honest with myself and follow the path that makes me happy. Lastly, I believe that the world is at its finest, when people are kind to each other and respect each other's beliefs. The atmosphere of this church has immensely helped me not only sort through life's big questions, but also figure out who I am and who I want to become. Hello, my name is Ava Wood, and this is my faith statement. I don't know the truth, but here's what I like to believe. I like to believe that people are inherently good. When you see somebody that is hurt, you go to help them up. 
Not because you're getting some kind of reward or because your mom told you to, but because you know it's the right thing to do. This is a small example, but a lot of times we don't do things because of punishment or reward. We just know it's right. I don't know what God is, but I think he exists. I don't think he decides like our fate. I think we're in control of that, but sometimes I feel like someone's guiding me. And um, I like to believe that people have good intentions, which is why I believe people have basic human rights and freedoms. You should be nice to others because they will probably be nice to you. But this doesn't need saying. One thing I definitely definitely believe in is truth and honesty. I think people should be truthful with each other. Overall, I believe that love is the most important thing. Even though people may seem annoying or mean, we're all motivated by the same thing, love. I know this is cheesy, but I think it's true. The world would be a better place if we just loved one another. I think that we are capable of that. Thank you. I'm Isabel Mezrosh, and this is my face statement. And still, after all this time, the sun has never said to the earth, you owe me. Look what happens with love like that. It lights up the sky. By Hafez. Love is the main basis of my faith, but around that are grayer areas. Though doing coming of age has got me to think about my faith, I still don't know exactly what I wholeheartedly believe. This is what I believe most out of anything, but I know it will change a lot throughout my life, as I have new experiences and challenges. I believe in a supreme being that gives me life but doesn't have any further involvement in my life, that I control who I am and what I do. As for the afterlife, I believe in reincarnation. I think that I come back more fortunate if I lived a life of good morals and less if I didn't, that I can break through this cycle if I get to the top and keep my morals. This is like a final test because because it is hardest not to be greedy when you have everything. Whatever afterlife there is, though, I don't think that it matters very much. Because as long as you live a good, righteous life, I have nothing to fear in death. I believe that to live a moral life, I always have to love, understand, give, and forgive. Also strive to help the earth, other people, animals, and myself. I believe that all humans are good at heart. That things might get in their way, such as mental disorders or their upbringing, but it is the natural order of humanity to be good. No one is born evil. My most definite faith, though, is the power of love. That love is way more powerful than any other force, God, nature, or anything else. I believe that love, understanding, and forgiveness can win against all odds and in the end will. Amidst all the struggles of life, alone love will guide me right. And now we're going to have some special music by Jace, Chase Housewilder. <laughs>
My name is Hayden Lane Davies, and this is my faith statement. I'm a skeptic. I'd rather believe in science than mysticism. I don't know how or why things happen, but I know behind every supernatural occurrence, there's some perfectly reasonable and logical explanation. Yet, amidst all of this logic, I wonder if there could be something more than what I can see with my own two eyes. I am awed and, frankly, somewhat terrified of what lies out in the universe. I don't know what happens when you die. I don't have an answer to that question or many other questions. I believe there are many things I do not know and many I will never know. But I want to go through life not worrying, not missing out. I want to love and laugh and weep and gasp. These are parts of life and these are parts of me. That is what I believe. Hi, my name is Chase Haas Willard. My thoughts on religion are ever-changing and probably will be until the day I die. I grew up Christian and my thoughts have since changed, but if I had to put a label on my beliefs, it would probably be somewhere between atheist and having absolutely no idea of what is out there. <laughs> I like to think of the world from a scientist's perspective. I feel that there is no God, heaven, and especially hell, but that we are just wonderful mistakes of things occurring at the right place and time. However, in my opinion, this is no excuse for being violent or carefree because the world is what we make of it. Thank you. Hello. <laughs> my name is Melanie, and I want to share a statement about my faith. I believe it is important to help others because we should see what we should do to help each other. I believe that I have the power to help other people. For example, when I see my one-year-old having 14 things in his mouth, I told him to stop. Another example, when I come home from school, I put the dishes away, put the laundry, wash the dishes, feed two dogs, and soak the wheel. One time when my grandma was really sick and home in the hospital, I hit her pistol as my dad put me down from my nap. A little while later, my mom called and said, my grandma had had a beautiful dream that I had his her. She got better and we are quite fast. Likewise, people help me. Sometimes, like Mr. Fox, uh, my first driver helps me to that uh, on the bus. He lets me sit next to Nate, my friend, uh, on the way to school and on the way home. Many all how this friend helps over and 
hot listen and read when all homework. Honey up from our thoughts, helps me, and she is my mentor. She leaves me with the long heating, sitting next to me, doing the Sunday classes and talking with me. People sit tweet each other with friendly and nice Meadows and help them through the through their tough times. My river, losing open the one and 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 Peter Livingstone like those fishing at the wall and also of my hoppers, metals and in my heroes because whenever I had a fun out like my knee hurting or don't know how to do the back fun out or when my knee hurts needs help for the movies and walks away or try to teach my two dogs to come down. I, I asked one of my helpers to to help me, and then I relax and hang out with them in beautiful house of the living stomach now Sally. I believe in heart, and it is, is inside my heart. I know that heart is there because heart took me. I believe in heaven, and um, and believe that Debbie will all thoughts of all in heaven and that I will join them near one day. I believe in my family and our love. We, we are for each other. I know that we will help each other through all the tough times and be happy in in the hard times. Thank you. Hello, I'm Nick Loken, and this is my faith statement. I do not believe that there is an all-powerful being. In other words, I don't think that there is a God that controls how we act and how life is formed. I believe that our features and souls were passed down from our ancestors, not through an all-powerful God. To me, I think of this as almost a form of reincarnation. However, this belief is limited. I believe that we were once one of our ancestors and our souls were passed down through a family tree. Another strong belief for me is that people should live in the here and now, not in the past and not in the future. This is an important task because some people get so caught up in how the future will be or how the past played out that they forget about the here and now that they are living in. I believe that for some people, a God is so important that they will sacrifice their own happiness to please the all-powerful being. I believe as a person, it is our duty to be the best you can be to yourself, others, and how you can be better. I believe a big part of living a happy life is to know what makes you and others around you pleased. With this, your main focus should not always be others. You should always spend some time to focus on your own needs and expectations. People often have a large impact on others' ideas. 
whether it is religious or socially. I believe that everyone should be entitled to their own opinion, and that opinion should not try to be changed by others based on what they think is the proper way of living. I'm Lena Wood, and this is my faith statement. I believe that my faith is rather simple. It is rather simple because I have not yet experienced enough in my life to know what exactly the entirety of my faith is. What I do know is I believe in the equal fundamental rights of all things, whether that be people, animals, or ideas. I also believe that for myself, I should live in the moment of what I am doing, not to worry about what has happened in the past or to worry what will come in the future. I, I live by loose principles, allowing for my faith and myself to change over time with my life, to persevere in everything that I choose to do, hopefully to better the world and myself. In my faith, I hope to uphold the Unitarian Universalist principles of inherent worth of every person, equity, compassion, and human relations, and acceptance of others, and encouragement to spiritually grow in our congregations, and the goal of world community with peace, liberty, and justice for all. Much of my faith is built around the Unitarian Universalist Church, so I'd like to continue my learning about faith and religion here. Thank you.
Please join me in saying these words. From the countless gifts we have been given, gifts of life and love and sustenance, we bring these portions to share in the works of love, which none of us can accomplish alone. Hello, my name is Hannah Lane Davies, and before I say my faith statement, I would like to thank my parents, my facilitators, my peers, and my mentor, Elizabeth Horner. So I spent a lot of time thinking about my faith and what I do and don't believe in. And it came to a point where I decided that I just had to decide what I do believe in before I decide what I don't. I believe in love. I believe in respect. I believe in the worth of every single person. I believe that every person is born good. I believe that I am in charge of myself. It is my job to decide my own path. I believe that the people we meet along our journeys make the struggles worthwhile. I believe in connection. I believe in expression. I believe in hope for better tomorrows while still making the best of today's. I believe in forgiveness. I believe that we should try our best to love every single day, to accept the things that we can and cannot change. I believe in trust. I believe in that we should strive to live each day with our hearts guiding us. I believe that we will fail every single day trying to be the people who we want to be, but that's no reason to stop trying. I believe that acceptance is one of the most important things to live by, but it isn't always easy to do. I believe in the courage to love and to live. Thank you. Hi, I'm Sarah Schultz. I never really gave much thought about what I believed in. I was never really sure. There was never really anything to think about. In the long run, I had always just lived in the moment. My view on life was always just there. I suppose I was living in the moment. But not like I'm going to jump off a cliff. I'm not that spiritual. I don't believe in a higher power. I believe in what I see. Like just about everything, I can't tell you where I come from or who exactly I am. What I do know is bits and pieces of myself have come from others. I've gained ideas, personality, and mannerisms. Many of the things that make me, me. I can't tell you what happens after you die. I can't tell you how to live your life. All I can do is live mine. Faith helps keep society in order and satisfy the naturally inquisitive side of people. I believe that it helps keep people together and can unite humanity in a movement towards a common goal. While I am not able to identify myself as religious, I have some faith in that science can explain most elements of our existence. However, much of this truth of this world, I believe, will prove to be too elusive for us as mere humans to discover in our short time on this planet. While I do not believe in a god, I feel that the origins of this world and universe may be impossible for us to ever understand. That would take an eternity, something our race undoubtedly does not have. While many on this earth seek to explain the unknown phenomena of life, I intend to satisfy, satisfy myself with what I know to be true while acknowledging and accepting the unknown. What happens after death? This is a question that has been asked by all people since the dawn of time, perhaps one of the most eternal unknowns of life. Our survival over the years has been based on our intellect, as we have no sharp claws, teeth, nor incredible strength or skill which, with which to ensure our survival. As a result, being creatures of intellect, it makes us feel vulnerable to recognize that we don't know what lies ahead and what existed before us, not knowing is weakness. 
while many seek to assuage this uncomfortable doubt by the creation of various hypothetical religious stories, I feel that the answer to this question must be accepted as out of our reach. While I am not sure that anything exists after death, it has been pointed out to me that the impacts that you make during your stay on earth can have great effects, both positive and negative, after your death. Therefore, I feel that during my life, I will do the best I can to help the world and enjoy time with my family and friends and simply living. Some days can be years, and some years can pass like days. And so with this mindset, I shall proceed forward, not relying on the cushion of years to secure my happiness, but rather to enjoy life as much as possible in the present. However, I am also determined not to let this mindset lead me astray into foolish endeavors, for I also recognize that what may seem like fun now can have resounding and incredibly negative impacts further down the road. Over the years, from what I have discovered about the human race is that we are prone to look for differences before we acknowledge similarities. However, I attend People's Church because I feel that it promotes a different societal movement than much of what has existed throughout our past. While many churches seek only to convert and enlarge their influence, I feel that within these halls there lies a different message, something which is sadly unique from what is normal. People's Church is a sanctuary for all who wish asylum. People's Church looks not to power when establishing its mission, but looks to embrace life in all its simplicity and its complexity alike. Hypotheses are broken and made every day, and while mine may change, I feel that the best way to explain these parts of our existence is to leave them unexplained. In my life, I look forward to raising my intellect and discovering the findings of others, which may lead me closer to enlightenment. Until then, I hope to remain flexible to avoid closed-mindedness, but also firm enough in my current beliefs to prevent myself from losing sight of what I hold true. Good morning. My name is Duncan Wallace, and this is my faith statement. In the Coming of Age program, we talked lots about the idea of a god or a higher power, as well as what happens after death. As a result, I'm going to state my beliefs on these topics here. At this time in my life, I'm convinced that there's not a God or a higher power. I have the same belief about an afterlife. There isn't one. I don't think anything happens after death, but I do believe that there are many more important and concerning things to pay attention to in life. One of them is that I believe humans control their own destiny, and our destiny is only slightly predetermined by the choices we make now because they will affect our choices and our lives later. Another thing I believe is that people are basically good. One of the reasons I believe this is that I think people are all good, but the moral decisions they make are forced upon them by either prior poor decisions or that they are forced to do something that they don't want to because they are desperate. The reason people are usually desperate is because they made bad decisions prior to the decision they face currently, which is why I think it's so important to realize that the decisions we make now are valuable and we need to pay attention to them, even if we don't feel like it can affect us later in life. The other reason I think people are basically good is because I feel that I must believe that people are basically good or otherwise I would worry too much about all the terrible offense that could occur to me and everyone around me if people were evil at their core. I would like to leave you with this quote from the movie Secondhand Lions. And in this scene, a young boy's uncle is talking to him about beliefs. Sometimes the things that may or may not be true are the things a man needs to believe in most. That people are basically good that honor, courage, and virtue mean everything, that power and money mean nothing, that good always triumphs over evil, and that love, true love, never dies. 
Doesn't matter if it's true or not, a man should believe in those things because those are the things worth believing in. Now is the appropriate time for applause. amazing youth in this program, um, in our congregation, and it's because we have this community here today that supports them and that has created this program. And um, I just need to take a moment to acknowledge the adults that helped to both facilitate and mentor the youth through this year. So um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to name the mentors, and I would like you to stand up where you are. Um, Marge Leitner, Connie Ferguson, Elizabeth Warner, Beth DeWaters, Kelly Henderson, Colleen Van Slambrook, Lori Hughes, Kat Van Hammon, Alan Hunt, Tim Bartik, Phil Cutler, Jim Gardner, Ken Tyndall, and Michael Koo. Thank you for your service. Thank you for saying yes to me when I asked you if you would be a mentor. It's been a rewarding experience. And finally, the facilitators have done an amazing job. If I could please ask Jana Watson, Ben Jones, Tom Cunningham, and Abney, Gwen Abney Cunningham to come up and um, just come just a little bit up. I, I know you don't want to come up and acknowledge the amazing work that they have done. Ben is our videographer back there, but come up. two weekends away from their own children so that they could shepherd these children, these youth, into being young adults. And um, enormous amount of time and energy and effort and love and commitment. So we're very grateful for your service. As you can see, the results have been phenomenal from their work. I want you to notice that they're all wearing their stoles, and the youth are all wearing their stoles today, too. This is the, these are um, stoles that they put on every Sunday when they go into their coming-of-age class, and it, honor, it acknowledges sacred time. When they put on their stoles to begin class, that acknowledges the time that they're in to have their sacred work together. And it's not playtime or fun time or work time, it's their sacred time. So they're wearing their stoles today so that you can take a moment to speak to them in the foyer after church and, and um, say thank you or congratulations to the youth and the mentors. Um, with that, we are going to have everyone stand and join us in singing Imagine with Duncan and Nick. 
there's no heaven It's easy if you try No hell below us Above us only sky Imagine all the people Living for today Imagine there's no countries It isn't hard to do Nothing to kill or die for no religion to Imagine all the people Living forth in peace You who You may say I'm a dreamer But I'm not the only one I hope someday you will join us And the world will be as one Imagine no possessions I wonder if you can No need for greed or hunger A brotherhood of man Imagine all the people Sharing all the world You who you may say I'm a dreamer But I'm not the only one I hope someday you will join us And the world will be as one May faith and love and hope for community keep us ever growing and changing together. Go now in peace.